Well, this is a season where we spend so much time searching. We, uh, we search for the most special gift. And if you're like me, you might spend hours looking online for that one little treasure that your loved one has never thought of or that will be a great surprise. It's also a season where many of us get to use our special gifts. And that's the gift of snooping, isn't it? Anybody a snooper in the room? Well, sometimes I get to be that way, and, and not long ago, I found myself in the land of the forbidden land, so to speak, my wife's closet. And as I was snooping around there and uh, looking around, I happened to find a box that was on a top shelf. And as I reached for it, it fell and hit me on the top of the head. And when it hit the ground, it opened up, and there was $20,000 of cash inside of there and one egg. And I thought to myself, because the box had my name on, I thought, wow, this is really interesting, but, but this is the most bizarre gift I've ever thought of. So when Patty got home, I decided to ask her what this was all about. And I knew that the moment that I had to do that, I'd have to make a confession that I had been using my spiritual gift of snooping. So when she came home, I said, uh, hi, Snookums, that's what I call her. I said, um, you know, while I was looking in your closet, uh, this box happened to fall down. I was chasing the dog in there, by the way, and the dog let me in the closet because I would never snoop. And I said, and this box fell down, and it opened up, and it had $20,000 of cash, and it had an egg inside. And I said, and I noticed the box had my name on it. What gives for that? And she looked at me, and she said, well, you know, Stud Muffin, that's what she calls me. And uh, yeah, like in my dreams, right? So, so she says, well, look, she says, um, I have to just tell you the truth. She said, every time you preach a horrible sermon, somebody in the church brings a raw egg and puts it at our front doorstep. And I did the math really quickly. I said, 23 years in ministry and only one bad sermon. There was only one egg in there. I said, I get that. But what about the 20,000 in cash? She said, every time they left a dozen, I'd cash them in. Well, Christmas Eve is a night to, to certainly be searching and searching and seeking. And, and it begs the question on a night like this, what is it that you're searching for on Christmas? If nothing else, it's a season of lights. And, and many cities dawn the lights. If you, if you live here in Largo, you know, down at the Largo City Park, it's a beautiful light show. Well, not long ago, Patty and I did something that we rarely have ever done. We hopped on a little bus and we went with some friends through a couple of neighborhoods searching for the greatest light spectacle that we possibly get possibly could find. And I discovered a place I had not known in the 11 years that I've lived on this side of the state. And it was a place I had not ever discovered before. And lo and behold, there it was. So as we were driving through this neighborhood, you can see these beautiful lights in front of houses and everything. It was this huge spectacle and it, and it really brought back the child in me. When you see Christmas lights, does it do that to you? Does it bring back the child? And what we learn as we look about all the lights is it, it seems to like just take away all of our troubles, all the things that bother us, all the things that are on our minds, the things that just weigh us down. When we start looking at Christmas lights, we feel so much better with what life has to be. Well, that first Christmas, a small group of men, we think it was three, but it was likely more than that. And we think it was three because the Bible mentions only three gifts. But the odds are that it was actually a lot larger than that uh, in its own. But these, these men, these magios, these magi, were traveling because they were seeking a great prophecy that existed in the earth. And as they were seeking this great prophecy, they were looking for something. They were looking for something, a person that was proclaimed to be the Messiah, the King of the world. 
And as they began that journey, as they began looking to find this Messiah, some amazing things happened. Out in the distance, a bright star became evident, and that star shone down and placed before them the keys to the direction in which they should go. And I was thinking about that story about those magi, and I was thinking about how we spend our life searching, seeking great truths and seeking things that come. And it begs the question, as I said earlier, what is it that you're searching for tonight? And I believe tonight you're going to find exactly what it is that you're looking for. I truly believe that if you allow yourself to trust in God, to know that whatever it is that you seek, that ultimately you will find, and when you find, God will bless you tremendously. This is also a time of year that we get blasted with all sorts of news stories, and it's uh, an opportunity on all the major networks where they run all the Jesus shows, I call them. You know, does Jesus exist? Is he real? Was the birth really what it says? Is God really who he says he is? And we begin to see all that even blasted in, in a lot of our publications Time Magazine, U.S. News and World Report, as well as some of the major publications that we look at. And what it says is that this is a time of year that that awareness of who God is really comes to play, and it becomes even growing. And we find ourselves asking those questions, and I can assure you they would not place those headlines in the papers or on the national news and in TV programs if there wasn't some sense of truth that people are searching and seeking something that is spiritual. We find ourselves searching and seeking things in life. We look for the right relationships. We look for the right friendships. We look for the right job that we can work with. But what we find out at the end of the day is no matter how hard we search or seek in all the things that the earth has or that the world brings to us, without Christ in our life, our life is empty. And God has a way of shining his light on that. And God says to us as we gather here on this Christmas Eve that he knows everything that there is about us. And he wants us, God invites us to know everything that there is about him. Let's go back to the story about the light of the Christmas star out of Matthew's Gospel, chapter 1. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem, and they asked this question. Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. And after visiting the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they were overjoyed. They were overjoyed. You know, a lot has changed over the last 50 years. In the last 50 years, we've seen a migration where we stripped away the, the um, uh, traditions, so to speak, of our ancestors, our ancestors who saw the essentials of life, the importance of relationships between God and our families. And, and somehow, a lot of us feel that in the last 50 years, there's been something is that we have lost. And sometimes we don't recall what it is, the truth of what we should remember about what our faith is. And we find ourselves searching and seeking with that. And my guess is that if you're honest with yourself, at some time in 2017, you found yourself at the pinnacle of that question asking, what is my purpose in life? Why am I here? Why did God create me? Is there any reason why every day I awaken in the morning, I get ready for school or get ready for work, I go to school, I go to work, I go home at night, maybe I go catch a raise game, and then I go to sleep, and the next day, it seems like it just all works over and over and over again. 
Well, God has this yearning that he's placed in all of us. It's what we call prevenient grace. It's the grace that precedes any knowledge that we have of God, but that God knows us. And whether you're somebody who is mature in the faith or whether you're someone who is uh, just scratching and tonight knocking on the door, asking the questions, what is faith all about? That prevenient grace comes and overwhelms us. And that grace sees us through the difficulties of our lives. But here's the good news. All the time that you've been looking for God, all the time that you've been thinking it was in the right girl or the right guy or the right relationship or the best marriage or the greatest hope of what a career could offer, all those moments when you were searching for that one thing that would make your life complete, God was already looking for you. God has already cast that net. He has showered you with his grace and he's been searching and seeking you and he's been drawing you in to a closer relationship with him. So tonight is a night where we search, we seek, we look for that light, the light that is there, the light that drew those magi to the place where they found Jesus in the house and they came and they worshiped him and gave glory to God in the highest as they sang the Hosannas. So where are you right now? Are you at a place where you're ready to take that step? Are you at a place where you've seen what all that life can offers and what life offers are some great promises, but what I've come to understand and to realize is that life cannot deliver at all what it promises. That the one thing that can be delivered is a relationship with the God that created you. God loved you so much that he invaded this world in the form of a baby. He came in the flesh, the incarnation, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And God takes us and he transports us to that place where he says to us that we need to go to that place where we ourselves can be shiners and lighters of the light. And when we do that, we begin to see as we bring the light of Christ to others, that Christ lives in us, and that light of Christ is one that goes on for eternity. Let us give thanks to God this wonderful night as we come together to celebrate not only the birth of history, but the coming again, that Jesus Christ is Lord.